Listen to this track, bitch. Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to this episode of Etching Scripts 101. It's your host, Whitney, and I'm back by popular demand. It, that's not really how I talk. Let me stop. But <laughs> today I just wanted to give you guys, um, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, I don't really have a specific topic here that we're going to be talking about. We're just going to be talking, okay? So one thing that I want to let you guys know is that I'm going to just throw in my little plugs here, okay? So I got a YouTube channel called Whitney Script. And on that YouTube channel, you will find a playlist called Etching Scripts 101. So this podcast is on all of your greatest platforms. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts, I believe. Yes, because I got the notification for that. And it's on YouTube if you can't, you know, find it on Apple Podcasts. Like, it's there. I promise you, it's there. And also, we have a few Instagrams that I'm just going to throw at you because it's going to be coming up on the screen. But if you're listening to me, you know, through whatever means, or if you're driving, you're not looking at your phone, which you're not supposed to be, my Instagram for etching scripts is... Oh, let me see because girl, child, listen. Um, what is my Instagram? It is etching scripts 101. There you go. Simple as that. The same the same thing as the podcast. So, guys, <laughs> let me tell you. A lot's been going on. First off, I mm, Oh yeah, let me tell you this. If you guys have any qualms, any problems, anything that you need advice on, shoot it to my email. Make sure you put in the subject matter ES101 and then your topic so that way I can know that you're specifically coming from the podcast. Um, on there, there is also a playlist on my YouTube called Writer's Scope. That's basically what I call that segment, a writer's scope where I give you guys advice on your issues. It can be just like a fuck you letter, not to me, but you know, just venting because I had a video where I was just venting. Listen, we can talk about anything. That's what we come on here to do, just to talk about anything, talk about life, talk about the BS that's been going on. So I have my phone in my hand because I got a lot of topics that I wanted to talk about and I might just tackle them all. So let's talk about it, right? Oh, let me tell you guys something that's been going on with me. So I have, I've been unemployed for a long time and thank you to the God that I serve that I'm in this predicament, right? I have a job, right? I'm working as an instructional assistant. Basically, you think that would mean a teacher's assistant, but nah, not necessarily. So I was working with special needs kids and I was in that department and then I got moved over to just basically be um, a substitute, right? This working with special needs kids was very different for me and it was nothing that I was trained for at all. Like I'm talking about the first day I watched that kid like literally attack somebody and they were like, oh, this kid is going to be assigned to you. And I was like, <laughs> like, oh, what are you talking about? But I didn't really want to get into that topic because it makes me seem it. I don't want to make it seem like. I don't know. I just don't want to make it negative. You know what I mean? So there was that. And so I was able to get a job doing that. So I work, I substitute or I do whatever they, that they need me to do from eight to three. And I also do Uber Eats. And I also, hopefully if I got the job, will be working at a restaurant. I had an interview today and it seemed to have gone well. She said, that I was, you know, very well-mannered, a very mature voice. I don't sound like a child. <laughs> I guess because I look like one, right? No, 
but she was just like she likes my mannerisms she likes that i am very like comfortable easy to talk to whatever and she was also like that i'm very eye-catching and i was like yes girl thank you gas me up keep going but you know um that interview went well but let me tell you a couple stories about uber eats so being <laughs> working for uber eats like that's i guess that's what i'm gonna title this i don't know what i'm gonna title this yet but i guess so far it's gonna be like is there a script for what would you call this delivery services being a delivery service person i don't know listen but i've come into contact with a lot of things like for example people who are incredibly nice or people who are just rude people who are impatient and it's just like you literally could have came and picked it up yourself but you you paid the delivery fee and the tax fee to have someone else do it for you like what are you talking about right now anyways i digress but the thing is, is like, it's kind of cool seeing like what it's like being on the other side, right? So I order from Uber Eats, Grubhub, whatever, all the time. And so being an Uber Eats driver or delivery person, whatever it is that you want to call them, it's like, it's so easy. Like it's the easiest money that you can ever get. Like you literally can make some big bucks doing that. Like my very first day doing it, working for like two, a little bit over two hours, I made like 40 something dollars. The next day, the same thing. And then another day, it took like three hours, a little bit over three hours and I made like 50 something dollars and like given you're probably thinking like, oh, well you're driving around, you're doing X, Y, and Z. And it's like for a majority of that, I wasn't going everywhere like sometimes the places and the restaurants will literally be down the street from where i had to go or sometimes they would literally be like 30 minutes away from where i had to go and it really blows my mind that like i would get um deliveries 30 minutes away when they don't even come out to where i'm at and i'm 30 minutes away but whatever so they would give you the delivery fee is sometimes like 15 dollars. so they're like here let me cover your gas and that's fine like my gas i think that if you're going to be a delivery driver you really have to look at your gas tank and you really got to look at the type of car that you got because if your car sucks on gas all your money is going to go to gas but for me i have a really nice car that's like phenomenal on glass like it's a hyundai elantra and they are phenomenal at gas like i'm talking about like 25 dollars to fill up my gas tank given i am like in a location where gas is significantly lower like i'm talking about like 190 for a gallon so that's phenomenal but like still even if i go somewhere to where it's like 235 i feel like 30 dollars to fill up my gas it's pretty amazing so working for uber eats let me tell you about this one time i told my friends this the other day and i was just like this is such a let me just tell you the story so i was at this indian restaurant where i was picking up uber eats stuff for this for whatever and it was at a restaurant um indian restaurant right so i walk in and i tell them i have an uber eats order i'm trying to um deliver it for the person's name and they're like okay it's not ready yet so they let me wait so i put in the app like it's not ready so they know that i'm not just taking forever so you know the customer knows that i'm not just taking forever and then in walks this two couple now i'm not gonna describe this couple okay i'm gonna let you guys describe this couple all right like i'm gonna let you figure it out so this couple walks in and one of the cooks from behind the restaurant is like, or I'm going to call him a buster because it looked like he did everything, but he 
it didn't look like he was typically in the front that's why i'm like he looked like he did everything so he came out of the back he was cleaning up filling up people's waters and then he came and saw those people and then he sat them down right and so he sat them down and they say can i ask you a question and he just looks at them right because he didn't really say anything I think he nodded because I was trying not to like look, you know, because that's being nosy, but I was definitely being nosy. And the people asked, is this Pakistan food or Indian food? Like, do you have Pakistan cooks or Indian cooks? And the guy just looks at him or looks at them because it was a couple and just walks away. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, what type of dumbass question is that? Like, I said we're at an Indian restaurant, right? These motherfuckers come in asking if this is a Pakistan, like if they have Pakistan cooks. One, all the cooks that I saw back there were Latinos. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. But two, it's, it's Indian inspired food, like India. Pakistan is in the Middle East. India is what Southwest Asia and I'm not even gonna cap like for the longest time I personally thought that India was Middle Eastern because I associated that their dark skin was with like in that area but I also knew that there were dark-skinned Asians so when I found out that India was described as an Asian country like Bangladesh or even I don't I don't want to get the names wrong but like Bengali people I thought that Bengali people were just Bengali people like they were like in the middle of Middle East and Asian but I never really thought that they were Asian I thought they were more so Middle Eastern and so like that was like a long time ago right now that I'm older and I'm educated I'm like okay Asia right they're Asians so these people literally look to be my age or older and I was like yeah that's um that was i know that may that may have been anticlimactic but you can just kind of guess what type of people they were right and i just like the guy walked away and the girl was like oh he doesn't speak english or i bet he doesn't speak english and in my head i'm like he probably just ignoring y'all dumbasses because you came into an indian restaurant asking if there was pakistan cooks with your dumbass like how does that make any how does that make any sense like given i understand why you wouldn't think that there wouldn't be like it would be different if you were like, why do you have Latino cooks in an Indian inspired restaurant? But at the same time, even that's a stupid question because it's just like, they can follow a recipe, homie. You don't have to have Indian cooks here. Like you just don't. Like there's a lot of places where you have Latino cooks, even like American food, Latino cooks, Latino cooks. Okay. Like there's a lot of them that um, are in different style restaurants. And so like, it's just like the fact that like they chose two different countries that are not even in the same vicinity that I'm like, y'all stupid. That's why he walked away. So, <laughs> so given like talking about that or just thinking about that was just like, wow, like I really come into some weird people doing some Uber Eats business. But you know, that's just, the, that's just one thing that's been going on with me. Another thing that's been going on with me is creating a book for the blind. So let me make this make sense, right? So my father is now considered disabled. He has gone through some changes, life changes, health changes to where he is now considered disabled. So he couldn't see before, now he definitely can't see. And he 
his speech has gone down significantly. Like it is incredibly stuttered and incredibly slurred and he often loses his train of thought. So I was trying to create a book where it's just like, let's communicate or let's talk, right? So I'm trying to create a book where I put a bunch of um, index cards where it has commands, it has places, it has things that you want to do, things that you want to watch on TV. I don't want to say it's difficult, but it's very like, you have to grow up really fast. And I know that I'm like, I'm 24 years old, so it's not like, oh, I had to grow up and become an adult because I was already an adult. You know, you feel what I'm saying? But it was just something like I never expected to have to go through this, especially with my father. Like, I never thought that I would have to be like, okay, I can't understand you. Point to this. Let me know what you need or he can open it. And I have to write super, super big because he can't see. Like, sometimes I could be standing right in front of him and he'll jump because he'll not realize that I'm there and I scared him. But like, I could be talking to him like right in his face and then I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, maybe he's just ignoring me and then he realizes, oh, wait, now I got to pay attention. You know what I mean? But I just wanted to talk about that because it was just something very different for my life like my my family's life has trans transitioned significantly like we went from basically <laughs> we went from like I don't know how to describe it just regular to dealing with a disability and I don't uh, I don't like the word regular but you know what I mean like just every our everyday has changed and has shifted and oh let me bring this back to special ed needs right and even like our everyday has shifted i have learned that working with special needs kids they go on a schedule if their schedule changes they not all of them but some of them flip out right like i can only imagine how they must feel when their schedule changes because i cannot well i can handle it but it's very irritating when something just comes out left field and just basically changes your whole life right and so it, we went from my dad just, you know, doing his everyday thing, driving, walking, not needing help for anything, making his own food, bringing food home if he wanted it, to, hey, what do you want to eat? And not really understanding what he wanted to eat. Do you want to eat a burger? Do you want Wendy's? Do you want um, hot dogs? Do you want a pasta? Like, what do you want? And like cooking it for him too. And we've also gone through this thing where like he's, so defiant with what he would like it's just he's ugh, so stubborn it's so irritating because he doesn't like if he doesn't want to eat what we cooked he'll be so rude about it and just not eat it and i'm just like you know what i guess you're just gonna go hungry we've all here been poor before so if you don't want to eat then i guess you're not hungry you feel me like it's like don't play with me with that like i don't know i just think that's so rude and it's not something that i personally tolerate <sighs> But being with that, like, I guess I'm going to title this transitions because there has been a lot of transitions going on. And I honestly cannot tell you the proper way to deal with a transition. Maybe if you had my, spe ooh, maybe if you had my specific situation or maybe if you like, maybe like I could give you guys the best advice possible, but it is such a, I don't even know how to describe it like for example like say you get kicked out of school that's a transition say your car breaks down and now you need to rely on people for transportation that's a transition that's called now you're being dependent on other people and i guess that's what i'm talking about the new dependency on me and my family is crazy wild because it's not something that i ever thought we would ever go through like 
I need, I feel like I need to get out of this situation in order for me to give advice so I can tell you that this is what I did. Like there's been a lot of transitions going on for my family and I. Like let me talk about me specifically because I know my mother has like a list of transitions that she could talk about but I'm not going to tell her story. I'm going to just tell my story. So I mentioned my father right um i didn't get into law school this year so that's a transition because i thought that i was going to graduate i mean i did graduate i thought i was going to go to law school immediately after i graduated but i'm basically taking a year off and then going to school which i mean it really isn't that big of a deal but good side of this transition i made a 140 on my lsat right previously twice before and up my score because i was studying and i got a 151 so I'm happy about that. Hopefully I can get into all the schools that I want to get into and then I could just choose where I want to go. Another thing that's been a transition is that I'm newly single and I'm just kind of like lonely as hell. Like it's weird going from talking to somebody every single day to not. Like it's just like now what? <laughs> what do I do now? Who do I talk to now? But it, but at the same time it's just like filling up your time with things even if you don't want to do it staying busy helps to a certain extent so i like that i have these jobs where i can stay busy and keep my mind off of things and i've really 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 come into like different types of music well let me be more real because i've always come into different types of music but like i've been listening to music a lot i've been watching a lot of animes like i have a whole anime list let me show you my anime list or let me tell you what my anime list is so I put my anime-ish list, right? Because it also has other things on here. So Noragami, I watched that. KK Guri, I think it's called. I watched that. I don't remember what Noragami was about. Oh my god, I just watched it too. I have no idea what what the hell was Noragami about. Oh my bad, I remember. <laughs> so that's about okay. Noragami is about a god who wants to become like a a more um a better god like i i completely forgot <laughs> that's so funny i'm mad i forgot but i was like what the hell is going on me anyways so i and then um i told you kk Gurry, that's about um uh gambling and it was just so weird like i don't advise watching that in public because just the reaction to things make it sound like you're watching porn and you're not <laughs> it's very misleading and so another thing on my anime list is death note which i'm watching right now and then i have toradora I have, okay, this is different stuff that's not anime. Dead to Me, Lovecraft Country, Girlfriends, Blacklist, back to anime. And then I'm like, a lot of things that's on here are seasons that I haven't um, watched because a new season has come out. So like The Good Place, The Haunting of Blind Manor. Um, that one, oh, I heard that one was scary, so I don't know about that one. One on One, The Legend of Korra. Now this one, I feel like I need to watch The Legend of Korra again because I didn't really love it. I thought that they were basically ripping apart everything that we watched, you know, in the beginning. Like with Aang and Katara and all of them. I feel like everything, like as we went through, you know, the whole seasons or whatever, I feel like everything was washed away. So I want to rewatch it and see if I'll like it. But I have the game on here. I don't even know if I'm going to watch the game for real. But anyways, the, um, okay, so more anime. Soul Eater, Seven Deadly Sins. I've watched Seven Deadly Sins, but I don't remember it for nothing. Hunter Hunter watched it finished it favorite episode is episode 82 favorite character is Killua. can't tell me nothing Killua is sick anyways and then lastly black clover but you know i have i go on my anime list and then i end up adding animes like i probably won't even watch anything that's on there 
like on my list because once I'm done with an anime like I did with um, Noragami, I just go to my anime list and try to find something that's similar. Death Note is something serious. Like I really like it. But this isn't about animes. This is about transitions. So maybe I should change the title. <laughs> but okay. So let's talk about, let's get into our next segment. Okay. Where we're going to be talking about the news. Let's talk about the new Black Asian VP. I have been hearing so many bad things about Miss Kamala Harris. And like, I believe them. And it's so hard to support her. But it's at the same time, like we're making history. So I'm like, please, please be a new person. Please be one for the black community. Like we would love to love you. Okay. We love Barack. I, he was one of the people, obviously, but not all skin folk are kin folk. So please, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I really hope and pray that like, she doesn't live up to the reputation that, that has been built, you know, off of her. That however true, however not, it, it makes a lot of people, you know, wavering. So basically based off of this, now that we have a new president, let's talk about it. COVID will be gone, all right? Like, well, let me not say that it will be gone. Let's just say that people are gonna start taking it. Let's not say that. Our president is gonna start taking it more seriously and not try to hide it just to reduce a panic with his bitch ass. Um, let's see. People can breathe now, right? Me and my friends were talking about this the other day and I saw a video of, I don't remember his name, but you know, um, it was video circling around about this guy on the news who was getting very emotional because he was very happy that Biden and Harris have won because he was like, you know, now a lot of people can breathe. Like you can depend on people's character now. Like you don't, it's basically, <laughs> what's her, what's her name said this? I forgot her name. Uh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Wu was like, the racist can go back to being regular racist now. <laughs> Which was so too because damn y'all got bold but like and then people want to say Trump ain't racist anyways I thought that a lot of the Trump supporters were going to you know target a lot of black owned companies target a lot of minorities because of what's been going on right like I thought I really thought that they would because they would be angry or upset or something like that and so far as of November 10th they haven't but it's still kind of iffy because I don't want to be like, oh, they're not going to target us. But it, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like people were boarding up their businesses and stuff like that because they were afraid of what's been going on. And stupid as, I forgot his name. I think his name is Donald. I think, it's, I think he's his like Donald Trump's um, son. I think his name is Donald Trump Jr. I know that there's two of them. I just don't know which one said this. And he was like, oh, we lost the election, but no businesses or no cities are being burnt down. How about that? I was like, you stupid ass bitch. Like how the fuck are you gonna compare an election to race to people protesting racism to to people being like we're upset and fed up of your bitch asses being so bold and being so racist like what the hell is that like what are you talking about like oh nobody's it is a boulder like how insensitive can you fucking be like that it really made me pissed off and if i ever see his name anywhere you are never getting my vote everybody's gonna know i should screenshot the shit out of that because he was some bitch for that like how can I feel like you can be a Republican, but if you're going to be a Republican, you have to be a smart fucking Republican. Not everything is pull yourself up by your bootstraps. 
when you've created a system that literally stops people from pulling up themselves from the bootstraps that doesn't necessarily provide laces for everybody so we can't pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps the fuck like i'm confused as to what the fuck you're talking about that's why i'm like if you're going to be a Republican, if you're going to be conservative and say, you know, I want people to follow my religion X, Y, and Z, you can do that. But you also have to be smart and say, okay, there is a racial discrimination here in this country. There is an inequality here in this country. And how are we going to change that? How are we going to make it so that everybody starts at the same starting line as opposed to white people starting here, black people starting there, Latinos starting there, Asians starting here? Like, we need to make it so everybody is one if that makes sense i just kind of went on a tangent but it just really pissed me off and so i really hope that there's going to be changes with biden and harris so another thing that has happened is you know on november 8th sadly our jeopardy host alex trebek has passed away due to pancreatic cancer i don't know if you guys knew that but you know i really want to put his family in our prayers i really want to put a blessing over his family because it is sad that you know, he's been fighting this for a good second and he had children. I don't know. And he's been, he's like, I think he was 80 years old. So he's lived a long life, but it still, it still feels like your life has been cut short. You know, when you're so much going on. And I hope and pray that like his family is okay because I cannot imagine losing, let's say like his kids have kids. I can't imagine losing my grandfather, especially right now when he's literally on the brink of 80. I think he's turning 80 next year. It's crazy just thinking about losing all these iconic people that are important to me and important to the world. So I really hope and pray that everything works out for him and his family. But I really hope and pray that, you know, their family kind of finds some peace in this. Maybe that, maybe he's no longer suffering. But I do want to put some sort of, I don't know, I just I just wanted to mention that because I wanted to show some respect for him because he was doing his due diligence. And he is, you know, an icon and marker for everybody who has known him, who has seen him on Jeopardy, who has, in an essence, grown up with him. So I just wanted to put that out there and hopefully, hopefully put a blessing over his family. So now that we are out of the news segment, I maybe maybe we're just gonna close it out here that might be the move because I do believe because I do believe that you know I've tackled a lot today talked about Uber Eats talked about a lot but <laughs> I just I don't know life is very weird life has been one hell of a transition there's gonna be a hell of a lot more transitions like in the new segment talk about transition son a new president talk about a transition as we get older, of course, there's going to be many more transitions that we're going to have to go through. But hopefully by talking about it today, I have in any way made it feel easier for you guys to talk about it. If you want to talk about transitions, you can send it to my email. No problem's going to pop up on the screen. It is writersoneworld at gmail.com. The one is a numerical one. And it's literally just, you know, as I said it, writers one, the numerical one world at gmail.com. Now, Another thing that I want to mention is that, you know, the purpose of this podcast is to basically talk about anything, talk about our adult lives, talk about the transitions, talk about our pathway to becoming an adult. Like it's crazy. The stories that I'm sure all of us have is wild because I would never, the things that I went through, the things that I'm currently going through, I would have never put that in my life. Like I would have never thought that I would have been going through anything like that. But 
I can't say that I have many regrets. I think, okay, let me see. Do I want to expose myself? I don't have any regrets, but I think I have one regret where like, you know, when you have like this rebound after a very bad breakup, not recent, like this was in my past. Um, and like not 2020, not 2020 at all. Like this is when I was like, I think I was like 20, 20. Yeah, I was definitely 20 years old or 19. No, I was 20, definitely 20. <laughs> but like, I, I hooked up with this guy who like was a rebound and he knew he was a rebound, didn't give a fuck about it either. And like, ugh, ugh, just thinking about that experience, just, oh, it was ugh, disgusting. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you just ever look back and think, damn, why did I do that? Like, who told me that like, ugh, like talk about a healing process, right? Right now, I really have to say that I am doing wonders with my healing process. I am not necessarily at my fullest potential with the healing, but what I'm doing to stay healed is phenomenal. Like I'm keeping myself busy, but when I'm not busy, I try not to, you know, um, think too much about the situation, even though I think about it night in and day, like all the time I think about it, but it's just, I'm going on my, wow, it's been two months since I've been sing, no, what am I saying? It's, I've been single for two months and the transition is going. Let me just say it's going. Yeah. And I got an email saying like, um, Hey, can you give a video about how to get through breakups? And my first reaction was like, shit, like I tell you when I get over it, like you feel me like, girl, I'm trying to figure that out now. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I, I know, but I don't want to lie to anybody. Cause what if it doesn't work for me? A few things. Okay. Let's talk about it. A few things that I've been doing that are negative is that I've been daydreaming a lot and daydreaming as a as opposed to like just thinking just like thinking about what's been going on right like how it happened how the breakup happened where we could have gone down like negative like because for me the breakup was out of nowhere so i'm just like what the fuck happened like i keep thinking about what may have occurred and i'm trying to be like stop lying to yourself whitney because what if this was that you even were like thinking about this you were asking him about this blah 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 blah. but the answers that i was given made me like get over that so that's why i'm like even though you may have felt that by him not being 1000 percent honest with how he felt it made you feel comfortable in a relationship and that's basically what i'm trying to get over like i'm trying to get over the betrayal that i feel with like believing that we were like our love was the same if that makes sense or basically like how we viewed the relationship was the same. That's what I'm trying to get over because the uh, I don't know why it's so hard to be honest. So that's the transition that I'm currently going through. I could tell you guys a hell of a lot more, but I think I'm going to end it there and just let you guys know that, you know, I love you. I hope that your life and your day has been going well. And if anything is wrong, I really want to put a blessing over your life and put, and hopefully, you know, potentially have your life move in a better direction like i'm praying for all of you guys know that i that i really and truly want to help everyone even if it is just one person i don't care if it's no i do care if it's nobody i do want to help just one person <laughs> like you know what i mean i want to help somebody but hopefully you know there's more ways that i can help other people other than just doing a video i really want to get out there and just <sighs> give a helping hand like stretch stretch out my room if they need it no 
like give out a helping hand i don't know what to do specifically but i'm doing anything just to help right so another thing that i want to mention is that i hope that i you know by this video it eased your mind in some type of way it made you feel better about whatever you're going through or hopefully i helped distract you in some way shape or form i don't know when i'm gonna post this podcast as of right now nobody knows that this is a thing <laughs> so i wanted to accumulate like 10 videos before i like let the world know but i also was kind of like mm, do i want to just post it on the new year I don't know like we'll figure it out because once I post it I have to be consistent and um, it's really iffy with the consistency because my motivation is just not there like I'm not even gonna lie to you I dead feel like I'm depressed and I want to get something like I want to do something for it right now I'm not really sure what will help right like I'm keeping it a buck with you guys like I'm trying to keep it real like I don't know what is going to help so I'm trying everything like even the videos like talking about it it helps but it doesn't help for the long term right so I feel like if I continuously do this it will help also watching videos watching um anime watching movies that helps as well but when I'm laying in my bed and I no longer want to read the subtitles like I just sit there and I pause it and I just start thinking like hmm what would so-and-so think about this anime or how can I you know get somebody a Christmas present what can I get them and then I get all sad because it's just like well am I even gonna get a Christmas present but like it doesn't uh, I don't know you know I don't know like it's just a transition it's just movement life is a marathon not a sprint I got that from the roommates podcast so with that being said I know that this was kind of all over the place and we didn't have a topic but today we decided to talk about transitions and I transitioned a lot throughout this video <laughs> you see what I did there I hope to see you guys in my next video I hope to see you guys in my next podcast hopefully don't forget to follow me on all my social medias because you know we are doing wonders we are helping everybody and anyone even if it is just one person even if it is your girl so thank you guys for joining me today and i'll see you next time